everyone, welcome to With All Due Respect, brought to you by your very own Edwards Business Student Society. Whether you're an Edwards School of Business student, professor, or just someone who wants to hear us talk about all things business, this podcast is for you. Before we start, I would love to tell you about some upcoming things you can look forward to this month. Firstly, oh, such an awesome event for women empowerment and diversity. We love. Join us on March 4th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. on Hopin for an evening of networking, entertainment, incredible speakers, giveaways, and more. What more could you want from an event? This speed event will have you always moving as well. And the best part, all proceeds go to the Saskatoon Friendship Inn. So what are you waiting for? Find the link on our social media and newsletter to register today. Are you interested in supply chain management and how COVID-19 has impacted global supply chains? Join us on the EBSS Instagram Live on Thursday, March 4th, as we host a Q&A session with FCL as they give their experiences navigating the global pandemic. Find all the information and details you need about our upcoming events and programs through our website, edwardsbss.com, as well as our newsletter and social media accounts. Okay, folks, this week we have a super special episode with some super special guests. Two members of Young Women in Business are here to join us for a wonderful Women's Day episode. This week, uh, we cover some important ground, so you'll get to listen to a conversation that's much more socially relevant uh, than which celebrities we think should play Michael in a film about his life. So please enjoy. Welcome, 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 folks. I am so stoked for this episode. Uh, today we have on two members of YWeb, young women in business here to grace us with their uh, beautiful voices and um, beautiful minds. So, so pumped for this episode. Welcome, Carmen and Daniela. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing How are you? <laughs> I'm so glad to hear it. We're just coming off the break right now as we're recording this. So uh, how was your guys' break? You know, it didn't get as much done as I wanted to, but I think all breaks <laughs> go like that. So yeah, overall, good. Right? Yeah, Not a break here. unless you totally procrastinate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same Glad here. Uh, should have been studying for some midterms I have next week, but it's been so nice out that I've been outside lots, which is nice. Yeah. What's with the minus 50 and suddenly it's warm out? That yeah, astounds so me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so tell me about what you guys do for YWIP. Um, so our organization is primarily Edwards female students, but we also welcome kids from other colleges. I guess I should say kids, students from other colleges. Um, and yeah, we just like host events with uh, like professional development, networking, just social events. Yeah. Awesome. We primarily try to like make a community on campus where women can meet each other and have a support group for any endeavors that they're trying to achieve that's wonderful I think that's so important um yeah why do you guys yeah think that you know a group like young women in business is like important to have on campus and an awesome part of like our Edwards umbrella of clubs well we think it's really important for women to support women I feel like there's always this stereotype that it's a competition especially in the business world and we want to start out in university to get that mindset of that we're there to support each other rather than compete. And so we're just there. It's so important to get that community going and that network before you enter the business world and carry those connections into your workplace. Absolutely. Uh, do you guys feel like there's like, you know, certain barriers or things like that, that like women face, you know, specific to women in like, you know, the business community and that kind of worlds and stuff where that support suddenly becomes more important. 
absolutely. Yeah, I think like that sense of community is just really important. Um, just to like have that support and build up your confidence to believe in yourself that you can do something because I think that that is often the biggest barrier is fear. Yeah. And there's definitely a barrier for women in business. I don't think as much as there used to be as women are start slowly starting to gain more jobs in the accounting world, the finance sector, but I think there's more barriers in leadership for women. So I think that's the next challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's something that even like, even I have noticed, like as a student, right. There's, um, a lot of, of, um, underlying beliefs about like female leadership and things like that. Like, you know, uh, when, you know, a man might do something, it could be called, you know, assertive, but when a woman would do the same thing, it's she's bossy, right. Or something like that. And I think that those are, I mean, that's, that's something that I've noticed and like observed, right. That exists, you know, at Edwards and everywhere in the world, you know, and I think that's why, I mean, so love YWIP, right. Cause we need to, yeah, support each other and, um, really celebrate that like female leadership because there are barriers to it, right. Sometimes we forget about or don't notice or take the time to acknowledge. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think even in jobs that I've had before, you know, we're sometimes not taken as serious because of the gender that we are. And, um, at least with me, I've experienced that a lot. And especially, um, being young, not just being a woman, I think just having that fresh face and, and being perceived as not knowing how the world works. Um, I think that impacts us all a lot too. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, in, I guess like previously, are there like different like events or opportunities that you guys have held for people? Um, like, yeah, Yeah, we've hosted a variety of events. So we've gone and hosted a know your vote where we got education and knowledge on the different political parties right before the vote and to understand the opportunity that we have to vote and exercise that right. And we've had networking workshops where we're able to practice speed networking with business professionals in Saskatoon. We've had social nights where we can just relax and get to know each other. Um, Yeah, we've hosted a variety of events. Yeah, we also have our International Women's Day Gala that we host every year. This year, it's coming up on March 6th. So we're doing it virtually, of course. Um, We have a speaker. We usually have a speaker and then dinner. And we're just hoping to have some games and socializing between everyone, too. I have to say, I went to the uh, gala last year. uh, And that was, again, right before, like, the world shut down. Like, we were kind of talking about it, I remember. But I was lucky enough to be seated next to the speakers for the evening. Like, I was at their table. and. Oh my goodness, was it the coolest thing ever to hear from uh, these, these, yeah, these like powerful, like successful women. Uh, I hear about like their struggles and how they kind of like overcame that and how things are better now, but supporting each other is the biggest thing, right? Like I remember Shelly Vandenberg, I think who works at Blue Cross Saskatchewan. I think she's the CEO of Blue Cross Saskatchewan. Phenomenal woman. Absolutely incredible. She talked about how um, in job interviews and stuff, she was asked like, well, do you have a boyfriend? Like, are you pregnant? Like, I don't know. We need someone committed to the role. Like, you know, as if you're obviously, you're obviously not supposed to ask those questions. Um, but that's sexism, right? That faces you right in the face, right from the job interview. You know, she talks about how men are often given like, you know, a promotion because they have potential or because the, you know, the boss thinks they have potential, but women have to prove themselves first. You know, like there's those constant, like underlying kind of psychological barriers for 
women at all stages of the game, not only in business, but really in any work environment. Right. Uh, so that's, oh, the gala was phenomenal. Like, so cool. Right. So I love that event. I'm so excited to attend on like March 6th virtually. Um, but I think that's what's so cool and important about YWeb, right? Like understanding that it's not just me, like feeling that, like, uh, those barriers sometimes, right? Like we're all feeling that. And the way to overcome that is through, you know, that education, right? Like, um, supporting each other for sure, as we've mentioned. And, um, yeah, I think, I think education is huge. If there's one thing that you, you know, kind of want people to like learn from YWeb, if there's a message or like an understanding, uh, what would that be? Like, what do you guys love or what messages do you kind of love to put out there? I think like, as we've said, just like having that support and, um, supporting one another, that sense of community. I think that really is the key thing with our group is just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I firsthand was able to help somebody get a job this year. Like they asked me for a reference and it just was the most cool opportunity to help another woman advance in her career. And honestly, that's all we strive to do to just help each other achieve our goals and how make friends along the way. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Have you guys had like personal experiences with those kind of, um, roadblocks and things like that? Like those, just that those, um, yeah, things that can make, yeah, like I've mentioned, business more challenging environment for women, whether it's like in school or like at jobs and work. I know, Claudia, you mentioned, yeah, like not being taken as seriously. Like, how have you guys experienced that? If you have. Um, personally, I haven't had a lot of bad experiences that way of like, like nothing that really sticks out in my mind right now. But what Claudia said about the ageism thing about looking down on you because you're younger, I think I've definitely experienced that. Um, even just being at like networking events, if there's like a bunch of like older men and they just like, won't even have a conversation with you because they think like, she's just some like university student. She doesn't know anything. Yeah. I remember I attended the first Edwards business formal, my first year at the university and I sat at the table and they just didn't really make conversation with me so much as the guy that was sitting right beside me, even though he was a first year as well. They just assumed that I didn't know as much about the company and stuff. And so that bothered me quite a bit. And I did a lot of research before that night because I had no idea what to expect. And I knew so much about their company and I pulled out a few little tidbits about what they had planned and they were very surprised. And so, yeah, it was a bit upsetting, but yeah, it's out there. hundred percent. That's, I know I've had so like, a lot of experiences like that. I find the biggest thing like for me is, um, you know, being a female in a group project, like think about it, think back, you know, like, uh, I think, you know, we're all, we're all leaders, I think in this, in this group in particular, but, um, in every group project that I've been a part of or that I've witnessed, even like from a distance, it is often, um, the females that will, or the women that will, uh, take kind of the lead, get, make sure that things are organized, be they're better, you know, communicators and things like that. We do like a lot of the work and are expected to do that work, right? Like it's like the girl yeah. with the colored pens is expected to like make the group schedule, but <laughs> they don't receive like the same sort of like credits, you know, like when you finally get to that presentation, then it's one of the guys perhaps that like takes like more of the speaking role or gets, you know, more, you know, attention from the prof or something like that credit for the project that primarily again, women were expected to like take the lead on and handle. And so that's what I've noticed in all of my group experiences and a lot of, um, again, ones that I've observed where, um, yeah, that's, it's a challenge, right? Like you're expected to take on that responsibility and be more organized, but you don't like receive the same, um, you know, accolades for it, like in the end game. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've definitely had that experience as well. Like you're just expected to set up the zoom meetings and like determine when you're going to meet next. And it's just like, you know, they say thanks and that's definitely appreciated, but you don't necessarily get the credit that you should deserve. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely experienced that in, in group projects for sure. You know, like I, at the start, I always try to give people, you know, the opportunity to, to do their work and, um, to give them that freedom. And then sometimes, you know, deadlines are approaching and something needs to get done. And so often like I'll, I'll say something like, Hey, you know, this, this deadline's coming up. We should probably do something. And I feel like, um, sometimes I've been perceived as being, yeah, like really bossy and, um, over the top. And I've, I've been told that before, you know, but it's, it's hard. Cause I, I want to take a step back sometimes and be like, and give people people the opportunity to to write everything that they want to write about and do what they want to do but it's just hard to know sometimes when to step in and i feel like that shouldn't be a thing you know i i shouldn't feel like well it's only appropriate for me to do that when things are like when it's crunch time you know what i mean so i don't know i I've, I've experienced that a lot and so it's it's tough sometimes Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I find even just in, in conversation too, like, uh, I think people, people forget, uh, and sometimes it's, 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 yeah, it's, you, you kind of do forget. We've such, so many amazing, like, like, uh, female leadership examples, just like within Edwards and within all these clubs, like, um, women are like running like execs on so many of these clubs and just really making things happen. Like it's phenomenal. And you're like, these are great leaders and they're, you know, for the most part, like treated well and celebrated. And that's amazing. But when you get into the world, like I, that's again, that's still like sometimes less common is still sometimes a challenge. Right. Um, I'm currently writing my like ethics paper on wage discrimination at Google, which is incredibly surprising, but you know, they were underpaying female employees for years and there was a lawsuit that was settled, but there's still like, there's still a wage gap. Right. And that exists kind of everywhere. And I think that's kind of the epitome of like, these challenges for women in the workplace in general, but especially like in business, um, to just get paid the same, right. To be celebrated and have that like equal value. And I'm surprised. Cause I think this is something that's, you know, it's so clearly researched, right. It's so well talked about. It's very like, it's, you know, supported with so much evidence. And sometimes you can still have conversations with people who don't, you know, believe that and don't want to agree to it. And that's what I find is also a huge challenge is something across those individuals, uh, which I have many times who you know, say that that's, not legitimate. Right. Or like, uh, who say, who make up like reasons for it. Like, well, you know, women are going that leave. So that's why they get paid less. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really make sense, but <laughs> you know, like there's just, there's so much, I think it's still, I think an uphill battle in a lot of strange ways. So I love the community that we have here. I think it's amazing. Uh, and I hope that we can take like this energy that we have and all these phenomenal, like examples of female leadership and all these female leaders that were like growing in Edwards, um, out into the world to, um, you know, take on that uphill battle because it is so real. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, over the years, I've had a few lunches with some business professionals. It's given me a bit of a look of what the business world looks like in terms of the gender gap. And talking to a business professional, he is in the finance finance sector. And I just remember how he mentioned how all women go down accounting because they all plan to have babies. And so I don't know, it's just those little comments or something like that. Like, yeah, accounting is very mathematical. And there's not as many women in the finance sector, but there's reasons for that. It's very male dominated. And I don't know, there's a stereotype that women need to go on mat leave. So accounting is perfect for that. Don't know why that exists. But there's, 
it'll definitely have to be addressed in future years. But, and I just remember another conversation with a business professional. She's a leader in her firm and she just remembers walking into a meeting she had in New York and she walked in, she was the only male, uh, only female in a room full of 30 males. And it's just the odds of leadership and women is very unequal. And so I think that's definitely a battle that we'll have to face too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's that whole, uh, and even the way you see like women like treated like in the media and things like that, you know, like yeah. any, any, any finance movie again, like, and, and it's representative of the world to some extent, but uh, things like that. Like you don't see, you know, women on like the trading floor and stuff like that. And that absolutely needs to change, you know? Um, and, but it, yeah, you're right. It's tough. And that like in those male dominated spaces, women are quickly labeled as hysterical or yeah, not taken seriously and things like that, which is this, you know, horrible lasting, like bout of sexism, right. Called crazy really fast, which is a word that just gets on my nerve. I mean, it should for everyone, but like, <laughs> Well, yeah. like, you know, if I was, um, yeah, like you mentioned, Claudia, like pushing a group to get work done and things like that, like just like within my own examples of leadership, it's, you know, oh, she's texting the groups so much. She's crazy. Things like that, you know, but if a guy were to do the same thing, which I've, I've never witnessed for just my own experience, but if he were, um, he would be a great leader who's really dedicated and focused and communicates with his team, you know, like, um, yeah. And it's, yeah. And you can see that in any industry. It's crazy though. Like people that think that women aren't wouldn't make good leaders. And this pandemic is such the perfect example. Like you look at nor countries like Norway and Taiwan, who they're basically back to normal life and females are the leaders of both those countries and look how fantastic they're doing. And here us like Canada and America, which are led by males and we are in the same position that we were a year ago. <laughs> exactly. Look at like mm -hmm. Jacinda Ardern in uh, New Zealand. Like, phenomenal things they've done there. And Paige, you're so right. It's really hard to uh, like even think about how people can think that, yeah, women aren't good leaders when you look at that example, just this pandemic, right? Did I say Norway? Yes. Because I meant New Zealand, but Norway also said that. <laughs> I don't know how well they're doing in the pandemic, but I know New Zealand and Taiwan for sure are, life is back to normal. Um, the leader of Norway is also a woman, but I haven't really seen much about them with the pandemic, but I'm Fantastic. <laughs> yeah the stories i remember hearing at that gala were just incredible right like how women who i think women in stem is another big mm -hmm. uh another yeah. yeah big you know gap that needs to be bridged um and i remember having conversations with my family about this too like kind of when when quarantine hit like when you were having a lot of conversations with family and um i had you know my brother proposed to me that well you know, women just are, you know, women just, uh, choose lower paying jobs. He said women choose to be, you know, nurses and teachers, which don't make as much money sometimes as, um, say a STEM field, for example. And I said, well, that's, let's examine that. Like, let's, you know, let's, let's take that apart. But, um, I think, um, yeah, for sure. It kind of comes down to women being like shepherded or, you know, um, fielded into kind of more like compassionate fields. Like that's typically something you more associate with women, right? Like a, like a daycare center and things like that, right? Like that whole like loving and like giving and like empathetic thing. Um, but um, I think those qualities are like what make the greatest leaders too. Like we shouldn't associate a CEO with someone being like cutthroat, like analytical and, um, you know, unfeeling and things like that, you know, like um, this like, you know, love and compassion that is often associated with women needs to be associated with everyone. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. and for sure, there are more women in those fields, like nurses or teachers, for example, elementary school teachers. But, um, 
things like, yeah, women deserve to be, you know, working in industries like, uh, you know, in oil and whatever in STEM and everywhere, right? Like, even though that's the way things are now, there needs to be, again, gender representation across all those industries. And I think like I think- adding on to that, um, it's often generalized that like females have those characteristics more like the soft and loving. Um, and then often looking at like higher up leaders, that's perceived as being like a weak leader. If you're like yeah. feeling and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I think there is a challenge too. Like I was having a conversation recently with my roommates about this actually. And even when women start to enter different STEM fields, say environmental science, it's viewed not as a difficult science anymore. Like there's, it's primarily women, but it's no longer as difficult as say mechanical engineering or like, again, Mm. there's that stereotype that it's not as difficult when a woman has to do it, when a man does it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a hundred percent. You can see that even, uh, that makes me think of parenting as well. Like He's like, oh, like he's on like dad duty, you know, how that phrase exists. And well, he's always a dad, right? Like, you know, like he's, he's, you should never not be on dad duty, right? Things like that, you know, and and how a man gets like congratulated for like changing diapers or something when a woman does that all the time, you know? And I feel that especially as a, as a nanny, right? Which I've mentioned before, (laughs) as a dance teacher too. um, Yeah, that work, like if you were to see my, you know, brother, for instance, doing the same thing, like to see my brother teaching a class full of kids, like, oh, he's like so good with the kids. And like, he just makes jokes and has games. And like, for sure, like, you know, he does and he is and he did teach dance. But for a woman to do the same thing, it's getting the less accolades, accolades, right? Like when a woman does it, it's easier, you know, like to see me around those kids, as opposed to my brother or male, like, oh, like, but that's natural, you know, that's easy when it's not, you know, the value of the work is the same. Exactly. Yeah. My uh, my older sister. Um, I used to work with her at a bulk fuel distributor here in uh, here in Swift, and man, it was just crazy to me how differently people would like treat her versus me. Um, so I worked in the office. I did like data entry. I did accounting around the phone. Um, I made sales. Just everything like that. I was just I was just working in the office all day. Um. And she got her one A's and she was a truck driver. So she delivered fuel and stuff like that, which is uh, super great. Um, but people would come in. And so like, I knew my stuff when it came to office work, when it came to selling stuff, I, d- I didn't know like anything about like delivering fuel or anything like that. Um, and uh, she did that for so long. So that I was working with her. People would come in and they would like, if she was in the office one day uh, between deliveries or whatever, she, they would come in she'd be like oh anything i can help you with and they would like actively ignore her to come talk to me and i would have to be like i literally know nothing about this go talk to her because that's she, crazy she knows what she's talking about and like i don't know it was just crazy to me but yeah how how uh how differently you you see that and i was i was really young too like she's older than me and it like i was like obviously i don't know anything i'm sitting here with my like polo shirt on <laughs> obviously i don't know anything i mean look at me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no there's examples of that everywhere all the time you know like i remember i uh i drove back and forth to the lake quite a bit this summer and i was talking to my dad once about uh you know the oil in my car or something like that and how it was getting a bit low and um, instantly there were like other kind of you know, dads in the community that were like, Oh, like, Oh, you don't know anything about your car. Like I'll fix the oil in your car. And I was just, excuse me, you know, things like that. Like, and it's just, it's just so common, you know? Uh, and so I love that we have things like, yeah, young women in business, like foster that community, right. And that support to know that there are safe places for like women to be leaders. Right. And we are, and we're all smart and beautiful and talented and amazing. Right. 
um, and that uh, we have opportunities and spaces where we can grow that and continue to build yeah, confidence, like you said, and network and to bring that energy into the world because it's so, so necessary. Yeah, definitely. Like in Young Women in Business, a lot of the executive members, they develop skills and experience what to become leaders. And like, it's really incredible to see how people grow within the group and take on more responsibility. Like I know it usually goes like you start as a coordinator, then you go to VP and like, it's just amazing being able to see people grow in that. And then hopefully take that into the business world and into their future careers and find leadership roles through that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, yeah, like like we said, <laughs> an uphill battle. <laughs> there's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens. <laughs> I can't believe the things that have been said to me sometimes. But <laughs> I love having the support of our, uh, I think, you know, male counterparts as well, right? You know, women, su- women supporting women, I believe, is where it starts. You know, we all need to do that. Um, but having men, too, who understand um, the battle and acknowledge that, right? That don't, like, deny the struggle or contribute to that is huge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the men who aren't afraid to, you know, pass the mic, right. And share that spotlight and support that, you know, like that's wonderful to see any, any sort of that, like in a space, right. Men who can recognize that there might be fewer women in their field or women in, you know, in their workplace, but who work to make that space safe as well. Um, and to never, right. Um, you know, and reinforce those stereotypes, like of her being, you know, hysterical or bossy or something like that, or emotional, you know, to, um, just yeah to be supportive and and active and recognizing that quality leadership without letting um gender or anything like bias that you know it's so important so like along with that i am not a woman if you could not tell and uh, <laughs> so obviously ywib is uh is very uh is very important it, it does great things at uh at edwards and at all of you stats but what does it uh what does it look like for like a man such as myself, how can we support this group? How can we like stand alongside YWIB and, uh, and really just like try to support the, all of the, the amazing things that it does. So men are definitely like welcome at all of our events, of course, like a lot of our events focus on professional development, networking. So of course, like everyone is welcome. <clears throat> so yeah, I guess definitely just like supporting the group in that way. Um, And yeah, I think another important thing is just like acknowledging that there is biases out there. Like, yeah, because there's so many people who deny it and that's what's frustrating, but just like acknowledging it and not being a part of the problem. Yeah, exactly what Carmen said, like being able to see a guy come to our events, especially our International Women's Day. We had a few males come that day and it just it was nice to see them supporting us and supporting women in the tech industry. One of our speakers was from Levi's Technology and it's just, yeah, just showing support through attendance. It's awesome. Sure. I, uh, I did attend the International Women's Day, uh, the brunch last year. Um, and just, yeah, it was an incredible event. It was super eye-opening. It was, uh, it was a, just incredible to go to. Uh, so if anyone's listening, I would, I would recommend you would attend those events, uh, male or female. It's, it's just super great. And uh, I know that they put a lot of work into them and it, and it shows with uh, all of the things that it offers. Oh, thank you.
Yeah, absolutely. No, those events are so, so incredible, right? Like I'm still talking about mine. I wrote like a scholarship application, just talking about things that I learned at that international women's day gala from a year ago. And like <laughs> the lesson, yeah, what you come away with is, is, is huge. Right. And attendance is, attendance is everything. Right. So, uh, even if you're not like completely engaged, just showing up in the first place, um, is wonderful. Right. And that means that we can continue to support the events for years to come. Uh, so yeah, no, why would, I love this group, right? Obviously, <laughs> um, I think what you guys do is so important and so amazing. And I'm so glad that we have this like club at Edwards in this space, right. To continue yeah, developing and like, growing and celebrating female leadership and empowerment. And, uh, I hope that we can take that energy and bring it to the whole world everywhere. I think we <laughs> can't get enough of that stuff. It's, it's so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciated you guys' um, insight and hearing about all the wonderful things YWeb does. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, before we go, is there any upcoming opportunities or any upcoming events that, uh, that we can look forward to or plug into our calendars that uh, YWeb is offering? Yeah, definitely. So we have a few events coming up. We actually have one coming up right after the break on February 24th. It's a women accounting night. And we're having three CPAs from CPA Saskatchewan come and answer any questions and a little bit more information on what it is to be a woman in accounting, specifically in the CPA industry. And yeah, that's one of the events. And our International Women's Day is on March 6th. So we'll have lots of details coming up on our Instagram and and LinkedIn if you guys want to check that out. And and our speed networking event is also in the middle of March. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. So for international, we actually have it catered by a local company in Saskatoon ran by two female entrepreneurs. So they will be delivering little appy boxes to everyone if you're in Saskatoon, I guess. So that is exciting. That's mm-hmm. wild, man. I still have food at my <laughs> while I'm sitting on Zoom. Like that's wicked. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So cool. Making it virtual, but still real. I love it. I love it. You love to see it. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. We'll make sure to attend those events and plug and um, absolutely help promote and stuff because the more people we can get out, the better. Am I right? Let's yeah. celebrate some female empowerment, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> And then also we will start recruiting for next year's executive shortly after our International Women's Day event. So probably about mid-March we'll be posting which positions we're looking to fill. Yeah, so cool. Awesome. Wild. Well, thanks again for coming on, you guys. This was really a treat. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you. What did you think of this episode? We hope you enjoyed it. However, if there's anything we missed, anything you want to add, or anything you want to say, let us know. You know, we love to hear from you guys. So you can reach out to us by sending a direct message to at EdwardsBSS on Instagram, to Edwards Business Student Society on Facebook, or by sending us a message through our website at EdwardsBSS.com. And lovely listeners, on a personal note, I am so curious. Can you relate to any of the stories shared on this episode? If you are a young woman in business, have you ever faced unique challenges at school or in the workplace and how did you overcome them? What do you wish would change for you in that context that we can all accomplish through mutual support and education and perseverance? This is important stuff, my friends. It is so important to talk about and obviously I'm so interested in it. So please let me know. As always, take care out there. Good luck on midterms, my beautiful friends. Keep tuning in for more content from your favorite Student Society podcast.